0: Welcome to Service Dog Q&A with Dream Dogs. I'm your host, Victoria Warfel. In this episode, we're going to give you travel tips on how to travel with your service dog. Car trips, visiting family, work trips, vacations. You and your service dog will likely travel at some point. So how do you do it safely and correctly for the both of you? My first tip is to plan everything because it's better to plan too much than to find yourself short on something that you need and we're going to include a copy of our packing list on the show notes on our webpage, which is dreamcanine.com and then look for the podcasts uh, for this episode so you can have a copy of our packing list that we use for our service dogs whenever we travel now there's two ways to look at things If everything goes great, how's it going to go? And if everything goes terrible, how's it going to go? So you want to make sure that you're prepared for both situations. And that means planning and planning and planning. If you're going somewhere, look and see where the closest veterinarian is. Look and see where the closest emergency vet is. You also want to bring more stuff than you think you might need for your service dog. So maybe you don't think it's that hot and you won't bring booties. But you get there and it's hotter than you anticipated and you wish you would have brought the booties along. Maybe you just bring one of your service dog vests or capes or harnesses thinking it's just a few days. But what happens if you get there and it downpours and that is the only one and now it is soaked wet? So make sure that you plan, bring doubles of things if you can, and uh, have notes. Like I said, use our packing list. Um, that came from all our trips to Disney. Uh, We went to Disney every month for a couple years with service dogs and service dogs in training uh, for extended stays. So we needed a packing list to make it a lot easier because if not, we forgot things. So actually, I have a packing list for humans and a packing list for dogs. One time we went and we forgot to bring cash. So we had to use credit cards the whole trip because we had no cash on us. Uh, So cash got added to our list for us (laughs) at that point. Uh, one thing during that time, especially now, the reason that we don't necessarily do those as much is because now we moved and we're only about 45 minutes to Disney. So we can get there and work a dog for a couple hours in the afternoon and then or morning or evening and then come on straight home. So we're not doing as much overnights uh, at Disney anymore or really anywhere anymore, which is nice. Um, the ranch is very centrally located, but you want to have what we call our bug out bag (laughs) and I will also include a a link to this in the show notes as well Um, when we were traveling more we had a bug out bag that we brought with us now I had this bag packed so I could just grab and go and it included things like a first aid kit a dog brush dremel for the dogs and nail clippers uh, extra food and water bowls toys extra shoes and socks toddler socks that are really nice underneath the booties if they start to rub on the dog. And we included everything we thought we would need. We had gauze, we had vet wrap, everything that we could think of was in the bug out bag. So it was an easy grab and go. Um, And like I said, we'll include a video of our bug out bag on the show notes for this episode. So make sure you go there and you click on it and you'll get our packing list and our bug out bag video. Um, Next thing pack for your dog and this includes food um, now if you're doing kibble or like a home-baked diet this is a lot easier depending on where you're going for example whenever we flew to where was it to phoenix we had to stop when we got there and pick up ground beef for the dog that we had. I had packed the supplements, I had packed some oatmeal bars for her homemade oatmeal bars, and uh, we just needed to grab the ground beef for the chicken or whatever she was eating. Uh, Whenever we took Arrow up to DC, we flew up there, and when we got there, luckily there was a little store across the street from the hotel, because we needed ground beef for Arrow whenever we were there. So if you can pack the food, Make sure you pack the food or have it shipped. So say you're going someplace for two weeks. You can have Amazon or Chewy ship it to the hotel. Just call the hotel up and tell them that you have food coming and they will hold it for you. But I still recommend packing a day or two worth of food just in case shipment is delayed or there's a change in plans. Like maybe you're expecting to fly out, but the flight was canceled. Um, So bring food, bring treats. Bring toys, bring water. Now, that's more if you're driving. Why would you bring water? (laughs) So your dog doesn't get an upset tummy with the change of water. And bring all the equipment that you think you might need for your service dog. Now, some airlines will let you bring a bag for your dog at no additional charge, no additional cost, providing it is just packed with stuff for your service dog. But others will charge for it. For example, whenever we flew to uh, Salt Lake City, what was that, last year? I called Delta and they said no, they would charge for it. And I said, really? He's medical equipment. I said, if I was bringing oxygen tanks, would you charge me for oxygen tanks? And she said, yes, you know we would. So I packed his stuff in with my stuff and we went bare bones. Now for your dog's food, like I said, you may want to pack it in a carry-on or have it shipped to where you're going, but make sure you do bring that couple days. That's that's very important, just in case. Also, let them know that you're coming. Call ahead, the airline, the hotel, etc., and just let them know that you're going to be traveling with your service dog. Don't ask permission. Just tell them that you will be traveling with your service dog. Now, Our service dog law book covers all the laws involved. And again, the link on that is going to be in the show notes. You guys have a really heavy show note episode this episode. Um, I've used Lyft, which is like Uber, whenever I was in Vegas in the past with Arrow, and they had no problem. (laughs) Even whenever we were leaving Vegas, Arrow had hurt his leg and he was limping, and uh, they didn't have any problem with him. And I sat in the back seat with him. And the driver was fine with that. Both times, you know, on the way to the hotel and on the way back from the hotel. Um, So Lyft never had a problem with the service dog. Um, For hotels, we were actually denied whenever we were in Utah. Now, I've traveled not a lot, a lot, but, you know, enough. And uh, we were actually denied. I had a friend who had gone with me, and uh, she got the hotel's. I um, mean They were using some points from what they had accumulated. And uh, we were going to be staying at one. And we went in and he said, absolutely not, no service dogs whatsoever. So she was understandably very upset. Uh, you know, we had had these reservations for a while. And her husband wasn't with us. It was just me and her. So her husband had the information at home. So he called corporate and let them know they got a full refund of the points. And I told her, I said, I'm not staying in a place where I am not welcome. And we're gonna discuss this in our next episode to deal with access issues a little bit more in depth. Um, maybe next one or the one after this, but uh, you know it'll be more in depth on what happens whenever you do have an access issue. And uh, what we did is we went to the neighboring hotel where they welcomed us with open arms and we had the best time there. Um, So you always want to make sure that you let them know that you're coming and that you're going to have a service dog. Makes it a little bit easier. Uh, For airlines, I've never had any issues. Uh, They offered to move us, so we had a row to ourselves or at least an empty seat to ourselves. Uh, Now, some people prefer the bulkhead seating, and I like that when it's just me and my service dog. And what bulkhead is is it's that very first row of seats and if you go onto a plane and it's all normal seats now if it's first class it's the first row of the normal seats uh i like it whenever it's just us now we (laughs) did have a woman once who uh, we were sitting in bulkhead and she did not want to sit by that dog so they moved her to the very back of the plane and i had an empty seat beside me for the flight so that was fantastic Now, when I do travel with Rich and Luke, we usually just book a row for the four of us, for me and Rich and Luke and my service dog. Uh, For rental cars, bring a sheet. Um, A king-size fitted or flat sheet works really good. Um, Bring a sheet or a blanket to put in the car before your dog enters. And those are my tips for how to travel with your service dog. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Service Dog Q&A with Dream Dogs. Again, I'm Victoria Warfel with Dream Dogs and our website is dreamk9.com. that's D-R-E-A-M, the letter K, the number nine.com and we do have our exclusive service dog training program where we work with owner trainers helping them get their dog ready to be their service dog. Everything from choosing a candidate to basic advanced and off-leash training public access training, service dog skills, service dog tasks, marker training, evaluations, and more. Our Facebook community is called How to Train Your Service Dog Group. So we hope that you find that group and join us there. Until next time.